This Week on the Digital Dust Podcast. COVID, being an adult, moving to a new country, all good things. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to the Digital Dust Podcast. I'm Liz. I'm Katie. And I'm Patrick. (laughs) These are not getting better. These are getting infinitely worse. I'd like a compilation of every every single I'm Patrick. That we've done. You know? You've done. Yeah. It'd be fun to make it into like a dubstep beat. I'm just like, I'm yeah. Welcome, everyone. Uh, to be completely honest, this is the second time we're recording this. <laughs> Woo! Because we just recorded this whole episode and then I opened my recording um, software and realized that it just stopped recording like two minutes in. So Tragic. We might be a little bit more delirious, or it might be better, and you're not missing out on Or anything. a little bit more hilarious. Yeah. Or both. Cool. It was almost a rhyme. Delirious, hilarious. <laughs> it was just, that's yeah, why I said it. It was a warm-up. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, yeah, so what's going on today? Uh, we're trying something new. Uh, we are going to be introducing a fun little segment that we're going to call Coffee Chats. Um, none of us remembered to make coffee or tea or anything so we don't have coffee but just imagine that we do if you would like yeah. to pause here and go make yourself uh, your favorite drink and a snack uh and settle in please do so um yeah and so the point of this is we're just gonna kind of chat uh about random things that are happening in our lives unfortunately mm-hmm. robin could not join us today uh so this is why we are deciding to bring you a bonus episode Rather than, you know, leave you hanging for an extra week for our season finale, that's going to be a Woo! episode. Um, but yeah, we're just, we're just going to give you a life update, talk about random things. How's everyone doing? What are you, what are you guys up to? Great. Grant. Doing grand. <laughs> I'm going to make this faster, funnier. That's the whole, the gambit of this, this time around. That's it. I can't tell you where I work <laughs> legally. <laughs> so um, so I'm just, I'm a, a redacted at redacted. <laughs> can't go further than that. But loving my job, having a good time at the job. So that's great. Um, doing some extra work, research type stuff for the job too, which I'm very much enjoying. Love research. It's I'm such a nerd. I Before, I want to say... Like May, before my internship for mm. the summer, I would have said I like didn't really like research that much. Oh my god, I love research. It's like my favorite thing. You're such a nerd. I am such a, <laughs> such a nerd. <laughs> Other than that, just living my life, getting settled. I moved to Scotland. If you haven't listened to all the podcasts, you might not know that. Moved to Scotland a couple months ago. So settling into my life here. And because it came up last time we recorded this, and it's never come up in the podcast before, just so you all know, I'm a huge Toronto Maple Leafs fan. <laughs> She's wearing currently a- <laughs> wearing a toque. Wearing a Maple Leafs toque. Why are you wearing a toque inside, Katie? It can't be because that cold. this country doesn't know how to insulate buildings. <laughs> 
Also, not only do they not insulate the buildings, but they charge you like quite literally an arm and a leg to heat buildings. Like really? you would be appalled at the at the energy the prices. Bill? Oh god. It my jaw was on the floor. I was like, I'm gonna be destitute. Anyway, well, so like, yeah. I don't really have like hydro or anything. Yeah, it's all just electricity and I think my what? company is like wind power based. They're very big on wind oh. here for obvious reasons. Is it because it's windy? Lots of wind. Lots of wind. Must up have been here. the wind. It must have been the wind. Yeah. Um, we did not get hit by Storm Eunice, in case you were like following that. And there was a huge oh, yeah. storm down. And it was a regular day for us that day when it was like everything. The government in London was like, don't leave your homes. We were like, oh, today's a normal day. Eunice is coming. <laughs> Like, I don't want to underplay what's most likely a very serious weather situation or what have you, but, like, naming it Eunice, like, it's just... I know. When are we going to have Karen? When are we going to have Karen? <laughs> you know? She's coming in. We Sandra! Have <laughs> Hurricane Sandy. Susan! <laughs> anyway, that's me living my life. Nice. I love the Olympics. I didn't mention that time last time either. Love the Olympics. Oh, God. Yeah. Burning passion for the Olympics. Okay. Especially, I like the winter ones more. Like as a oh, Canadian. Yeah. Oh yeah. Summer. The summer is just sad as a Canadian. You're just yeah. like, Women's hockey, amazing. Women's so hockey. Nice. It was like my heart. My heart in that last minute and a yeah. half. It was I know. pounding. Oh yeah. Yeah. Anyway, Patrick, what's up with you? So many things. Oh man, I'm doing well. No, I'm doing well. I I have three contract jobs. So, I mean, as everyone who listens to this knows, I graduated like four months later than these people. So I have, I I guess I'm like the beginning of month three of not being in school, which is pretty nuts. But uh, yeah, so I, I have three contract jobs that, that, that I got just out of school, which is really, really cool to be able to say that, like, like going into a field and having three jobs right away is a, a, a real blessing and privilege. Uh, one of them is with Michelle, who's the program director. It's really cool. It's his uh, oral history project. Where I get like, sort of, there are a bunch of old files, old recordings that we just received. And so I have to sort of sift through them, catalog them, figure out like what they are and whether or not they have transcripts, consent forms, that sort of thing and, and all that. Uh, so that's really, really cool. Uh, with an oral history background, I find that, that really fun and sort of scratches that itch that I have. Uh, I also work with uh, a branch of the City of London. Well, not, not actually the City of London, I should say, but it's, it's a sort of heritage organization in London. Particularly their Heritage House Sign Project is what I, I work on specifically. So I'm their coordinator and I essentially like do emails back and forth between researchers of, of homes. So if you ever want to have like a, a sign on your house that talks about the history of like who lived there, when it was built, that sort of thing, you, you email us and then we get a researcher and then they research it and, and all that sort of stuff. And so I've been editing some of those reports and uh, I'm... I think in the near future, I'll actually probably write a couple myself. So that's a really cool job. That's quite fun. And then the final job, like Katie's, I I cannot speak about. <laughs> um, I shall not speak about. I am some sort of historical consultant somewhere. That's all that you're getting out of me. <laughs> and it's, very it's a lot of fun. It's so it's, cool. it's really cool. It's kind of what every public historian wants to do. And I'm, I'm really happy with it. So that's that's what's up with me job wise. As I said last time we tried recording this, I, I uh, am collecting comic books. I'm doing that more often. I, it's weird. I've been a lifelong superhero fan, but I haven't read many comic books. 
And it's kind of because, like, when I was a kid, there was no comic book store around, yeah. and it was just a little bit in inaccessible. And so I learned about comic books and superheroes, uh, not through the movies, but through cartoons and video and and video games. So oh like, I knew everything about Spider Man from like Spider Man the Animated Series, or or the Spectacular Spider Man, or Marvel Ultimate Alliance for the PS Two, baby, that sort of thing. <laughs> so, or or Marvel Nemesis: Rise of the Imperfects. You you know it. Mortal Kombat versus DC Universe. Anyway, so if all these know, really you like, know. <laughs> if you know, you know. Yeah, all these niche ways of learning about comic books and superheroes and stuff. And of course, Wikipedia was my brother's and my best friend in terms of like finding out anything that we could about these characters. So oh. I have a, a, a vast knowledge of superheroes and their background and everything, but I've actually read very few comic books. But now that I have money and live in the city with the largest comic book store in Canada at Heroes Comics. I am now able Sponsor to actually, <laughs> honestly, I would love that. <laughs> I didn't know the largest one in Canada was in London. Yeah, yeah, Heroes Comics is in, in downtown on Dundas Street, right near Richmond. And yeah, and so now that I have money and an access to a comic book store, I am amassing a comic book collection. And I, I, have, I have gone full tilt nerd, like literally in January. I now have a subscription with Heroes Comics. Oh, wow. Every Wednesday is new comic book day. And so I, I, I get new comic books every week. I'm getting Amazing Spider-Man and, and uh, Devil's Reign, which is an, an event that's happening right now in the Marvel Universe, which is quite cool. But yeah, so they'll like literally pull me like single issue comics from the from their like sort of rack or whatever they would have uh, and put them in my membership bag. And then I'll go into the comic book store and I'm, I'm like, can I pick up my comic books bag? Whatever, 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 please. Oh my God. <laughs> I'm such a nerd. It's, it's so fun. And it's such a wonderful so community. I've, I've never felt like what I love about it is that like buying from a comic book store means that I'm actually buying from people who know about comics and, and care about comics and which is really helpful. And it's, it's technically a small business, even though it is the largest in Canada, it's still, I would consider it a, a local business and a small business. And it just feels nicer than buying from somewhere like Amazon or even Indigo or anything like that. It's, it's, yeah. it's a really cool space. I always, I've, I've been joking lately that I've never felt like a person under capitalism before. Like I've never felt like my opinion mattered as a person. <laughs> and that's been really fun. Like I've been texting back and forth with them from the, from their Facebook page or whatever on their, on, on messenger. I've been like, like, that's how I would be like asking about new comic books that'd be coming out or if they have whatever that I'm, that I'm looking for. And just recently I got a text from them being like hey i don't know if you saw but this thing that you were looking for and asking about for the past three weeks is finally in i put one in your in your bag for you that's and i text back being like that's so sweet i already picked one up <laughs> because i already knew that but but it was so sweet of them to, to even just remember that that i existed the fact that you had the non-social anxiety to be like oh i already ha i already picked it i would have just paid twice i would have <laughs> yeah, just same. owned two of that comic <laughs> i know <laughs> It was only it was only because it was through messenger. If it was a phone call or in person, hundred <laughs> percent. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's wow. been a real treat in my life lately. Other than that, I don't know. Just hanging out, having a good time. Nice. I'm writing a superhero. I said that last time. I'm also writing a superhero comic for fun. That's cool. So, yeah. What about you, Liz? What's going on? Good. I'm happy because I just I lost my. This is like the most Liz thing ever. Um, oh no. <laughs> I, I lost my little rose quartz mushroom and I found it under the couch just now. Oh, that's cute. Score. <laughs> and I was like sitting here and I was like, oh, nice. That's where it went. Fuck yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh. um, no, yeah, I'm doing good. Um, 
have, I'm in the same kind of boat as you. Like I'm currently, um, I've recently realized that my record collection is pretty valuable, and because I got a lot of my old, my grandma's records, so I have cool. a lot of like the original Beatles records. I have the original Rubber Soul, uh, Sgt. Pepper's Only Hearts Club Band, mm. uh, Beatles '65, like pretty much everything. I'm missing Revolver and one or two more. Uh, but anyway, I just recently like got a bunch of covers for them and like a cleaning kit, and I've just been like cleaning them and like taking care of them. And cool. Makes me, makes me feel good because I actually what I started doing was I actually started looking some of them up, and like some of them, and for whatever reason the site is only in like euros, but some of them are like 150 euros, so that's like 300 Canadian. Like, it's very wow. Good. Yeah, that's insane. So I'm like shit, I should probably take care of these. Um, my boyfriend is also the same. He collects video games like religiously. Uh, and cool. so he has, like, behind me I have the Sega Dreamcast. What else do we have? Oh, sweet. That's another Sega. We've got Nintendo 64. Like, oh, nice. So we got That's awesome. every console. And he loves to collect games. And so, like, he, he's always on Marketplace and, like, looking for That's cool. I don't understand because he'll pay, like, $200 for, like, 10, 10 games. But they're, like, all super rare. And he has a collection. And he tracks the worth of all of them. And, like, oh, it's crazy. Anyway. Has has he been to Game Cycle yeah. in London? Oh, yeah. We love okay. Game Cycle. Okay, cool. Cool, 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 cool. Yeah. I was Game like, he could, he could not. <laughs> right? Yeah. Actually, yeah. one of my best friend's boyfriends worked there for a while. So we always have oh, cool. of, an, of an in. That's um, sweet. Anyway, talking about my boyfriend. Me, I'm good. <laughs> <laughs> Um, uh, yeah, doing, doing really well. Work is going well. Uh, one of the projects that I'm working on is kind of like evolving a bit. So I'm doing less data entry and a little bit more like research, which is cool. I get to research, um, some Métis ancestors for some of our clients who just want to know more about their ancestors. Um, it's really cool as a lot of them are discovering like, um, through different art, through different research that they are doing, um, like their traditional indigenous names and things and so for a while like there was this one woman we had in our registry who was only known as Sauvage and Fidel because a lot of the time indigenous women were known as like you know basically just like yeah a savage like person without an identity and we finally found her name and so it was so cool to be able to go in and like give her a name finally we finally found records that proved what her name was so things like that it's been really rewarding and just fun to like again I love research so any chance I get to like, I was telling you guys earlier that like, um, I was looking at someone's uh, marriage record and then later on in research, I actually found a photograph from their wedding day. So it was super cool to be like, oh yeah, that's the parents and that's this person and like to match the record to everyone's faces. It was pretty cool. But yeah, uh, I'm doing a little bit of writing and like side stuff, which is also fun. Um, just kind of doing some like random writing about, you know, public history and uh, a lot of media studies stuff. Um, my friend Aaron and I also recently started a brunch book club where we're just reading random books for fun. That's and awesome. Fun. Yeah, it's fun. And then, like, we're, once a month we're going to get together and make brunch and, and talk about our books. This, I uh, this cool. month we are doing Empire of Wild by, I think it's Cherie Demeline, uh, amazing Indigenous author. It's very fun. So anyway. Cool. Yeah. yeah. I joined a book club. That's one of the random things I did. Ooh. Oh. I know, yes. Your girl is trying to make friends. <laughs> it's hard. Oh, yeah. Like, it's hard that, to yeah. with people. COVID, being an adult, moving to a new country, all good things. Holy cow. Is yeah. it with like people yeah. you work with? or? No, it's like through a bookstore here in... Oh, um, that's cool. Redacted. 
That's yes. It. In redacted. In redacted, comma redacted. Yeah. No redacted, comma Scotland. Okay. Okay. We can say Scotland. We're good. Yeah. Scotland, <laughs> yeah. We could yeah, say Scotland. In the Earth universe. <laughs> yeah. Exactly. Perfect. Milky Way universe. Yeah. No, that is. I was. You guys were talking. I was like, wow. You guys have so many hobbies. <laughs> I don't have hobbies. Mine. If, to be fair, mine is three months old. <laughs> Still, it's impressive. <laughs> okay, fair enough. But uh, okay, you have a book club though. It, it... Yes, joined a book club. Oh, really Very cool. exciting. Already went to one of the meetings. It was, wow. it was a good time. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. I know. We also technically have a book club of this podcast. It's on hiatus. It is. We'll figure it out. <laughs> Don't worry. We're gonna resurrect it. We're just trying to figure out what works. If you have yes any ideas for like what you'd want to see in a book club or like how a book club yes. should work, let us please. know. Please, please. So yeah. Yeah. But book clubs are great. Books are great. Books in general. They're if anyone wants to read comic books with me, I'm happy with that. Yeah. It's true. Like we fun. could have a comic book branch <laughs> of the book club. Why is Heck there, yes. Are like comic book book clubs a thing? Because I feel like that should be a thing. I think they, they probably fun. are. They, probably, they, but they come out imagine. every week, don't they? It'd be like such a... It depends on, on what book, book you're getting, but yeah. Oh, okay. True. Yeah. But I mean, but that, that is the kind of neat part about it, right? Is that you're almost like... Like, like with with book clubs, it's like what's a book that has come out and I can and we can read or whatever. But like yeah. with with comic books, you can either do that with like old graphic novels or or arcs or whatever, or you could do like actual like weekly like like sort of like recaps for a TV show almost. <laughs> yeah, right. true. Yeah, you know, yeah, that'd be yeah. cool. I'd be down for that. Very yeah. Fun. Well, if you yeah. guys want to start a comic book bland- branch of the <laughs> Dust Dad Dust. My God, the Dust Jacket Book Club. You're doing great. <laughs> Thank you. I'm trying, trying real hard. Uh, hit us up. Let us know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Have read any good books lately, friends? I love book recommendations. I've been reading a lot of Daredevil. That's fine. <laughs> I love Daredevil. Daredevil's one of my favorite heroes ever. Yeah, Matt he's Murdock? He's, oh. he's a king. God among he men. He is. Yeah, God. incredible. Which is really funny if you know anything about the character. <laughs> I don't. I only know that he's he's, he, he, he's a uh, devout Catholic. He's he has he Ooh, like, but he's well, he's the personification the of Catholic guilt in particular. Is the thing I is that like, that. yeah, he so he's a devout Catholic, but also a superhero. And he was he was blinded as a kid, and when he was blinded, he gained like super senses essentially. That's kind of a superpower. So like he can he like he says there's other ways to see. And, like he uses his <laughs> his. His his hearing and his and his sense of smell and stuff to like literally almost read people's minds. Like he's like, I know that yeah. you're nervous because your heartbeat is raising, or I know that you're lying because your heartbeat's up, or something like that. Those sorts of things. And anyway, but the the, the Catholic part comes in in that it's sort of he, he's sort of like trying to find meaning out of these abilities that he's been given, and so large parts of Daredevil's story in really like universally are that like God sort of like he he's like, did God give me these powers for a reason? Like, I hear people suffering every night. I have to go and, like, help. And that's why he's a superhero. But for some, because of he because he has just, like, innate Catholic guilt, he decides to dress up like the devil. <laughs> and, <laughs> and it, devil. yeah. And so the idea is that, like, he's a devout Catholic who has what he thinks is the devil inside of him. And so day by day, he's Matt Murdock. And by night, he lets the devil out and, like, like six the devil on evil people. Essentially is the idea of, like... Oh, 
Yeah, kind of. And and so it's like, why why did God give me this rage and this superpower if I wasn't supposed to use it to hurt people and save lives and stuff? And like, it's it, it's I mean, anyway. yeah. It's just like it's just man, that is such Catholic guilt. I feel like He's the just next, so guilty. The next conclusion about... of that is like, am I God? But you know, there is probably I I think there is a story where he he thinks that anyway. I will say the Netflix series. Oh. So Netflix oh. and Marvel pre Disney plus did yes. four series and then like a combo series together. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. It's definitely of the four, the best that's personal opinion, but it's also correct. No, it is the right opinion. Okay. <laughs> I will say like, watch it. It's yes. my, it's hands down my favorite Marvel production period. Yes. It's actually moving to Disney plus. It so is. tragically, it was made by by Netflix, but now it exists on Disney Plus. Yeah, and it is so graphic. Like it's yes. it's maybe the most gr- like gruesomely graphic TV show I've ever watched. Oh. Yeah. Except for Scandal, yeah. Scandal, that show with um, <laughs> what's her name, Carrie sure. Washington. Yeah. I finished Yellow Jackets recently, and Yellow Jackets is also mm. bad. Mm-hmm. But I would recommend. Oh, it's so recommend. good. It, it, it distills the, the character perfectly. Yeah, yeah, it's phenomenal. Yeah, and you'll just love oh. it. It's like, mm, chef's You kiss. will love it. Oh, it's perfect. And and you know what? While we're on the topic, uh, Jessica Jones season one, at least, is phenomenal. I've heard good things yeah. about Jessica Jones. I, I, I think it's really great. It wasn't bad. No, it wasn't bad. You know, she's actually not going to come up in our superhero conversation next week, unfortunately, just because of time constraints. But she actually, she her, her story is a... It, it, yeah, her story is a really interesting one about sort of uh, being a survivor of, of sexual violence and stuff. And the villain in, of it is played by David Tennant, and uh, his superpower is mind control via speech. And so, like, in a really smart way, that like, like by casting David Tennant, literally Jessica Jones is fighting the personification of white male privilege. Because there's this white British man who, when he says something, he gets what he wants. <laughs> you know? And, and it's, it's, it's executed really well. So I highly recommend that one. And Luke Cage as well is really good. But Iron Fist can fucking suck it. Can Iron Fist is... <laughs> Iron Fist is so... I did watch Iron Fist. It's hilariously bad, but also... It makes no sense. But I will say... Yeah. I, it's, it's like Marvel has a curse where they'll do really good TV yes. shows and then really bad ones. Because... Sorry. And I know you liked Loki, but I saw something that was like... WandaVision is a meditation on grief... Falcon and the Winter Soldier is a meditation on how we treat black veterans, and Loki is a meditation on whether or not you'd have sex with yourself. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I get it. I get it. But no, Iron Fist is like cultural appropriation and racism at its finest. It's like a white yeah. guy who, who, who's, who like his parents die in a plane crash, but he survives the plane crash, and the plane crashes in like Tibet or some shit. And these monks like raise him and teach them their ways and stuff. And so it's the classic like it's like the, the the narrative of like a white man who can do it better than those from from like Eastern cultures and stuff essentially. And, yeah. It, yeah, it made no sense why they didn't just like because he is like the comic book character is white. I'm pretty sure, but yeah. I'm like, why oh, did you not just recast? Yeah, also, you but, can do why that. Why did you even need to do Iron Fist? You know, yeah. he. By the way, his superpower literally is just like a <laughs> fist. A- that is very strong. He's like, yeah, yeah. It's, it's it glows. It's, it's so <laughs> funny. It's really dumb. And then it they is. all come together for... I love how this has just turned into us talking about Marvel. It, it They come together into something called The Defenders. Yeah. In which yeah. it, it's honestly 
like you're watching something like and you're on drugs. Like it just doesn't really, and it has nothing to do with the rest of Marvel's production. So you're like, what's going? There's a hole in the middle of New York, and like nobody else cares. Yeah. Everything yeah, that it happens is in the Marvel universe to normal people. Well, we all disappeared for like three years, but we're back now. So it's yeah, like, yeah. Oh my god, it's pretty brutal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Anyway, so Dude, those three shows are great: Daredevil, yeah. Luke Cage, and Jessica Jones. Highly recommend. Yeah. But you can skip out on Iron Fist and not yeah. feel ashamed. Actually, in, in fact, you can skip out on Iron Fist and feel empowered. Yes, you can also honestly skip out on Defenders. Like, it's fun to watch them interact, but also it is. There are some good scenes between the four of them just talking. There are. There are some funny ones. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah. overall, it's it's fine. Anyway. <laughs> I <laughs> don't remember. next week episode. <laughs> yeah. yeah this is. Week after This is a response to what I'm reading right now. So that's what I'm reading right now. Liz, what are that, you reading right now? <laughs> I'm one of those people that reads like three things at once. I can oh, never. yes. They're all very different. I'm currently reading, um, uh, the Northwest is our mother, I think it's called, and it's about the origins of the Métis Nation out in Manitoba, uh, and Louis Riel and all that kind of thing. It's really cool because I do so much work with the Métis Nation that I really wanted to like understand the culture because um, it, it's not being Métis is not being of mixed Aboriginal ancestry. It's actually like its own culture and things. Like I knew most of it. Like I know about like Métis script records and that kind of thing, but I wanted to know more. Um, but then I'm also reading Empire, Empire of Wild for book club. And I've also been reading on and off this really interesting book. Um, what is it called again? I have it right here. Oh, it's like a really long title. Where, where is it? There it is. It's, if you're into witchcraft like I am, highly recommend. It's called Cunning Folk and Familiar Spirits, Shamanistic Visionary Traditions in Early Modern British Witchcraft and Magic. So it's a really great um, kind of like intro to the history. So it's really cool. Like she talks about like one of the first early witch trials in England and like goes through like the entire court transcription that they have and everything. So it's super cool because it takes on like, you know, like how was paganism and like that kind of thing. How was that kind of twisted by Christianity to, you know, make witches um, seem like, you know, devil worshippers and all the things that they are not and we have a whole episode on that oh yeah it's episode four yeah um, we feminist, <laughs> feminist history of witchcraft and we really um, started with a bang too. huh yeah i know right it's, <laughs> episode, it's four. episode four episode four people dying uh and actually that's pretty great this past week on march 1st was the 330th um anniversary of the beginnings of the salem witch trials oh. uh, in six 1692 or something yeah, yeah. It's 1692 um with the uh interrogation of sarah good sarah osborne and tichiba so which we also talk about um so yeah that was also kind of cool but yeah, yeah that's what i've been reading uh, a good mix of like fiction and fun things but also uh, a lot of more heavier topics but for sure i mean like not not being in school anymore i kind of like still really miss learning and like I've been thinking about like taking a couple online courses too, just for fun. But yeah, that's really cool. Yeah, I might do the University of Alberta um, Indigenous Canada course that a lot of people have done. Yeah, I've done it. Yeah, you might find it too basic. 
That's what I was worried about. I was worried that I'm like, I kind of already have a background in that, and I feel like I might know everything. Already. Yeah. Yeah, e- even I, there were times I, when I, I felt. Everything. No, but it's like a, it's <laughs> no. a beginner's. It's an introduction course, yeah. yeah. Introduction course, but, sure. Yeah. I mean, it was cool, and like, it, it helps you get to know like what other people are learning and stuff and yeah true and it's cool like it's not it's not bad course it's and still it's good to, like, put free on yeah 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 mm-hmm. um good no, fun that's fair. Yeah. we should we should do an episode next season where we do something like read like dramatically read an excerpt from the crucible and then oh God, compare so compare arthur miller's the crucible and what he was trying to do in his historical moment with the history that he's putting on stage, and I think that would be that, that'd be kind of neat. We could also do that. Write and that watch down. The Crucible, and then we could do. We could we yeah, could watch like it as well. Shakespeare in Love thing that we did before. That yeah, yeah. that would be awesome. Yeah, Super that could cool. be. Write that down, and then the notes doc. You know, I will, Katie. I will do that right <laughs> you know, now while I'm recording will. this episode. <laughs> I will. Crucible? Question mark. I took a whole American literature survey course in second year, and, like, we started with Puritan literature, and it's so interesting. Like, mm. the Puritans were, like, so messed up. <laughs> oh, oh my god. I forget if this was touched on in when, when Castro was here, because I feel like it might have been. But what my favorite fact about the Puritan culture is that they, like, they had so many, like, yes. restrictions on sex, right? But, the like, the one thing that they were down for, they, they believed that, like, the spark of life that that caused pregnancy happened when a man and a woman orgasmed at the same time and it was only in that moment that life could be achieved and and this led to like you're not allowed to like dance or anything exactly yeah yeah or 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 have sex for non-reproductive purposes i I think it's something that they have as well at least there's some pleasure there right and it's like it's like man the puritans were weird but they must have been having the best sex you know what i mean like holy shit (laughs) oh my god i think about that at least twice a week wow that's a lot that is that's crazy Katie, are you reading anything fun? <laughs> yeah, Katie, what about you? <laughs> I'm currently reading a book called Mostly Dead Things, which is for this book club. It's the is it's it March's book. Dead things? Yeah, Mostly Dead Things. It seems to be about a lot of things, but including taxidermy, <laughs> <laughs> oh, <laughs> which is I think wow. why it's called Mostly Dead Things. Yeah, it's a very interesting book so far, but it's actually quite good. Um enjoying it i recently read a book called chop suey nation which was about it's a memoir written by canadian journalist and i don't know if she writes i can't remember what she writes the globe and starts maybe the globe and mail i don't know she writes for something yeah yes she and and she basically decided to go across the country to different Chinese restaurants and interview their owners about how they came into the possession of these restaurants and like what they serve because like the idea is like chop suey is not a Chinese a traditional Chinese dish it's like like something that's made places aren't but like I think chop suey is how it started and it started especially with like a lot of early immigration and like the turn of the century and then yeah they made it for white people because like yeah oh, yeah yeah so it, it's really it, it was really cool and like 
written just like in a really fun way and kind of cool. if you want to like know more about she does a, a lot of stuff about like um chinese immigration to canada talking about more than just like modern immigration so that's quite interesting if you want to to know more about that and stuff and it's like written really accessibly like it's just like a memoir she just like she talks about their little fiat that they get and they're driving across the country in this little oh, fiat that's cool. There's a, awesome. there's a documentary, it used to be on Netflix, I don't know if it's still there, but it's called The Search for General Tsao, T-S-O, like General Tsao's Chicken, um, and they also go into, like, the history of, like, American Chinese food and stuff, it's really interesting, and, like, same thing, That's like, neat. where did this dish come from that, like, so many white people love, but, like, is not Chinese? <laughs> Yikes. Yeah. Oh, that's, that's cool. Really I love it, but yeah, it's fun. Now I'm like, man, I want to eat. It's like 11 p.m. <laughs> you know, it's a great time. You can get some cheeky Nando's. Let's go to cheeky Nando's. <laughs> no. Did I did I say that right? You did, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, well, it's, yeah. Cheeky you, Nando's. You know. Yeah, just like a little cheeky Nando's. Yeah. Do you have a, a Scottish accent yet? I really want to know. No, de- definitely okay. not. And I'm terrified to try and do one. Like, ah. frankly, <laughs> you know not so, even that i think i'm just gonna be really bad at it i need i need to Scottish i need is hard it is I, I i need to credit my partner jordan's stepfather pete who actually listens very faithfully to this podcast he's Aww, very hi wonderful oh, hi pete really so sweet, sweet of him and he's scottish and his family's scottish and he said he has this phrase apparently that if you say this phrase you can you can slip into a Scottish accent, and the phrase is "There's a loose moose aboot the hoose." If you say that, there's a loose moose about the hoose. There's a loose naked. moose about the hoose. It actually that's the one thing I'm learning that like I, I've always thought this because I grew up with a like grandparents who were Scottish, but there's actually a lot of similarities between Scots and Canadians, and like the way we act and like the way we say things. Sometimes people are like, a boot. I'm like, what? That's my <laughs> word. <laughs> a boot. But then they're actually talking that. about the trunk of their car. Yes, uh. they're like, my boot. <laughs> boot. <laughs> but yes, yeah. A loose moose, a boot, the hoose. That's a loose <laughs> moose, a boot, the hoose. <laughs> That's good. Yeah. That's good so, you know, if you're ever nervous about doing a Scottish accent, just do that. I try to revive my Scottish D&D character. Oh! I remember! I don't think that's ever come up that we played D&D together. We did, yeah. like, three sessions. Three whole sessions. And I was confused and scared the whole time. You were. Yeah, so you were you, Katie, after the first one, was like, I'm just gonna watch! God. Katie, you, you need a yes and more. You need to just, like, just try yeah. it out. Just, like... No, I... What do you mean? That's I was exactly yes anding to joining this D and D thing, but then yeah, you were. I didn't I didn't understand how it worked, and I was terrified it's, that Kestra was gonna. It is hard. Kestra was our DM, by the way. Who you've yeah. you've yes. you've all met, Kestra. Yeah. Episodes yeah. eight and nine. Yeah. I think so. Yeah. She's great. You played yeah. a rogue though, Katie. Did I? I can't yeah. remember. I remember. I, I remember because I helped build your character with you. you. Did. Yeah. We spent like three hours on on Zoom or something. Yes. So rant, so yeah. funny! Oh my god! I helped give you a backstory. I helped sort of like talk through your motivation. Yeah, and... I I definitely have the the notes in my note app. Yeah, the note in my notes app. There we go. 
that has all the all the information that you helped me build. Yeah, and you didn't use any of it. I did. <laughs> I'm Three kidding. whole sessions. Of course you did. Yeah, no, you're right. Yeah, you were you were good. there. You named your character. You have a D and D die <laughs> over there. A D twenty. You have D twenty. Yeah. Wow. yeah. That's fine. I know. Just sitting That's on my windowsill. Cool. I'm in a That's campaign with my brother right now. Yeah, he's he's DMing him, him, myself, and one of his friends, who's now one of my friends as well, obviously from uh, university. Yeah, I don't, I use a different character, but it's sort of like The Witcher, the world, in terms of like nice. there's just a bunch of monsters everywhere, and we're monster hunters, and we get paid to go and kill monsters. Uh, yeah, it's a lot of fun, good times. It is fun. There you go. You know, a, a long time ago, you know what, listeners, a long time ago, we we thought of an episode idea where there there are like pirate role-playing game like tabletop role-playing game modules out there and like if we did an episode or two <laughs> of running Honestly, like a, a one-shot and we're all it'd be really fun even just to do like a one episode like one shot of yeah. the campaign and we could like yeah. pick a cool like history like yeah we want to focus on exactly that would be really fun wait yeah. where what i was not present for this conversation yes you were no it wasn't <laughs> yes you were <laughs> it's been purged from my memory i was not present i think that was like really early on Oh, it was. First wow. Recording. Yeah. Yeah. If you want to see that, let us know. That'd be really fun. Yeah, that would be cool. All right. So now that we've done this again, and we made it again to yeah. the weekend, we can, and honestly, guys, I'm not going to lie, 90% of that conversation was brand new. Yeah. <laughs> it really it was, was. Totally different than the first one we recorded, honestly. But yeah. I, I think it turned out great. So. Oh, it was awesome. It did. This it was, did. This was a it lot did. of fun. Yeah. This was a lot of fun. It's nice to just like get to chat to you guys instead of like yeah notes and stuff. But. Yeah. Uh, Liz, would you like to do your lovely spiel once again? Yeah. So I'll do a quick spiel. Um, so obviously we are aware of what's going on in the world right now, especially with Ukraine. And we just wanted to take a moment to acknowledge that because obviously we think it's important. It's as much as it sucks checking the news right now and we're all sick of living through historic events and um, we're all looking for a little bit of an escape. I hope that this was a bit of an escape for you and you're able to just kind of let go. Uh, but yeah, we will have some resources uh, on how you can support Ukraine through Red Cross, um, uh, ways you can educate yourself, learn about the history of Ukraine as well so you can kind of understand what's going on in the present day. Um, yeah, we encourage you to donate or if you can't donate, even just learn all you can. So share what you can with as many people as you can. We're going to be continuing to sharing resources on our social media too. You can find our Instagram and everything down below. Um, but yeah, we, we support Ukraine. We just wanted to say we know what's going on. Uh, it's it's really hard being a global citizen right now. And we're, we're here for you as well. We're here to provide a little bit of an escape, but we're also here to, to support you guys. So, yeah. Beautifully said. All right. And if you right. have anything you think we should read or share, anything like that, we're all, our DMs are always open. Also, we have an email address that I think is in the show notes. If not, it's on our website. And you yeah. can always email us things. We check it quite often. If you're like, please don't do a D&D episode, or please do. I'm going to delete yeah. the email. If you know you say, what? Don't do it. <laughs> yeah, it's set in stone. It's happening, so get over it. <laughs> Tough love. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, thank you for listening to this chaotic episode. In two weeks' time, the season finale will come out, and it will be basically a repeat of uh, Pat and I geeking yeah. out about Marvel. Yep. 
Yay! <laughs> it's going to be really good. <laughs> I'm very excited. I've been playing this episode for such a long time. Oh, yeah. And oh, yeah. with that, we'll love you and leave you and see you on the flippity flop. Bye. Bye! Digital Dust is recorded on the traditional lands of the Anishinaabek, Haudenosaunee, Lenapawak, and Attawandaran peoples, on lands connected with the London Township and Somber Treaties of 1796 and the Dish with One Spoon Covenant Wampum. This land continues to be home to First Nations peoples, Métis people, and Inuit people, whom we recognize as the contemporary stewards of the land and waters we are on today. Digital Dust is hosted and produced by Elizabeth Edwards, Katie Gaskin, Patrick Kingen, and Robin Marshall. Sound design by Elizabeth Edwards. Audio transcription by Katie Gaskin. Our theme music is by Mattias Miller. Thank you.